Welcome back, everyone, to Season 5 of the Kelly Mental Health Podcast, located in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Throughout this season, CEO Linda Kelly will be discussing a variety of mental health and wellness topics with guests from all walks of life. The more we talk about it, the more we can normalize it. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to a new season of the Kelly Mental Health Podcast. We are in season five and um, not too sure what this whole, whole season is going to entail yet. And, you know, but we're excited. So uh, thank you so much, Linda, for having me and hosting this amazing mental health and awareness podcast. I'm, you know, I just want to say about this podcast that it just it sort of came out of necessity because mm-hmm. we had a hard time reaching people during the pandemic, like really you and I in a basement at one point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and it, it has it has evolved. We've talked a lot about what sort of direction we wanted this thing to take, but ultimately we just wanted to make sure that we're still we're still out there every once in a while, even if it's not every week, but we're trying to just talk about the day's events, the, you know, the events that are going on in the world. And there's so much going on that when you ask me how I am, I notice <laughs> like the tension in my neck because I'm, I'm not separating myself as well as I know I can, as I have been trained to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard. Like, I mean, yes, we started this podcast uh, over a year ago now, I guess. And, mm-hmm. um, it's just crazy to think, to think like how, how much exactly what you said, like it, it, it has kind of come like through and gone through and all the amazing like people that have shared and been open and willing to share. I think like mental health, um, the topic that we're going to be talking about today is, you know, it's really important right now. It's, it's, it's happening in the world. And I think it's really interesting to see that people are like, no, let's work together. Let's get it out there and let's talk more about it. And, uh, work together, um, you know, at making it more known. And, you know, so I think a lot of people can definitely relate to our podcast. And I'm very happy about that. So mm-hmm. well, we've gotten the, a, a lot good of good feels. feedback. Yeah, yes, good feels good feedback. And a lot of people that are willing to jump up and, and share some really personal things mm-hmm. uh, and speak out on issues that are touchy. Yeah, very difficult to talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is also also a very controversial topic that we're going to talk about today. So why don't you start us off um, with uh, the topic of, of our conversation today? Oh, which one? I sent you a whole list. Well, we're going to talk <laughs> about the, the, the Olympic, uh, the, the, okay. the, the Olympian here. Okay. I want to talk about Simone Biles. And of course, this was going to be right up our alley because we are all mental health. And, mm-hmm. you know, we are about mental health advocacy as well and normalizing and, and talking about uh, common issues because this isn't like one of those things where, uh, you know, having anxiety makes you uh, an odd person. Everybody has anxiety. Everybody mm-hmm. goes through depressive episodes, moments, times where they feel all those same feelings. Some people have a harder time getting out of those. So yeah. that, that's when it becomes a disorder. But the thing that was really interesting with Simone Biles, and I'm not, I'm not really watching the Olympics too much. I, I, I don't even know how to work the remote. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I've been spoiled by on-demand streaming services. So I don't, I don't know how to check when cable's working. Anyway, so <laughs> she decided to step back from an event, citing mm-hmm. that her, her, it, her mental health depended on it. And there's more to life than gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And the biggest th- story that came out of this was people turning on her 
And yeah. calling her things like calling her un-American, calling her a loser, uh, you know, the you know the funniest like the memes that were coming out of this were hilarious. You know, here's this guy sitting on the couch eating Cheetos, can't do a cartwheel, going, "Ah, oh, she sucks." <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I've that, had a social it, media break lately, so I, I haven't uh, been keeping up with everything. So. But yeah. uh, the story itself is, is definitely uh, very interesting as it's un- unfolding. So, yeah, so you're thinking. taking this uh, incredible world champion. Like I, I see sometimes little video clips of stuff that she's done. And I'm like, that's not that's got to be fake. Like, yeah, that's this girl, like even so when you Google her, I think it's really entertaining. And Google came up with this like new feature. They do it for like animals and stuff like that, too. But they, they started doing it for like athletes. And you could digital like digitally watch her um doing these like 3d like all these like stunts and stuff and i'm like what is happening right now technology (laughs) um i think it's just crazy like she's she's been training since she was eight years old um you know it was never planned like her family put her into gymnastics and uh, at six and they basically they knew from the very beginning that she was just like you know something a force to be reckoned with and which is incredible but you got to think like she lost her childhood you know, she also, I don't think a lot of people realize is that um, she was actually adopted. Her parents couldn't care for her. And so she had the trauma of that. Uh, she, you know, she's gone through so much. They stated in, in like, even just, even looking her up, um, it basically straight up says that she is the, like, the all-time, is, is basically one of the greatest and most dominant gym, uh, gymnasts of all time. She's 24 years old. Can you imagine that pressure? And the one, t- the one time in her life that she steps back and says, you know what, I've done what I've had to do. I've had a great, and she's not given up, you know, she just, I need to stay, I need to take a step back for myself and everything that she's gone through just from saying that, you know, my mental health is important. If someone that was, you know, like herself had a knee injury, you know, a sports injury, <clears throat> and they had to take a step back. Oh yeah, no problem. We want to make sure that your career is, is, is still there in the future. And the same thing. And, and so now she wants to do it for her mental health. And now you're, everyone's coming against her. I think that the story, I, I can talk about this for hours. I think that this is just ridiculous. And I feel awful for her. And I think a lot of people can, can relate to this too. Because, I mean, even for myself, there's been times where I should absolutely have taken time off for myself. But I kept pushing myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just that, that guilt and that, the amount of, you know, that overwhelming pressure can build up so much. And... It's just very, very interesting right now to watch this. It is. You know, it was it was interesting, too, because uh, I, I'm let me see. She was actually one of the victims of Larry Nassar. Yes. The, yes. That is yeah. Well. The gymnastics uh, doctor that sexually abused many, many gymnastics mm-hmm. uh, um, c- competitors. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this is a really big deal that she is stepping back and saying, no, you know, there's, there's more to life than this. This mm-hmm. is not okay. Like if for, she could, she could seriously injure herself, right? If she is, like you said, in the wrong headspace for this and how powerful of a statement is that to just say this one competition, you know, there's a, all these people that are, they're hoping and, and, you know, they're putting all this pressure on me. It's still not worth it. You know, my life mm-hmm. is more uh, valuable to me. It's yeah. incredible. She came, there's an article that was posted through uh, the USA Today, and Mm -hmm. um, she's quoted and she said, like, I'm human. 
And that's the biggest thing. I think it's one of the most, and they stated actually in the article, that's one well, like one of the most powerful statements um, about mental health, like, like that came from her today. Um, you know, she actually, this afternoon, I guess, she took home a bronze medal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, again, I'm not paying attention to these, like this Olympic. I just, I have, I'm on social media, you know, I'm on computers all day. And so I just, um, I don't watch TV, like, well, I watch streaming stuff, but, um, <laughs> this stuff, I just, I, I am taking myself away from it. So, you know, it's just, it's just sad though. I just can't believe it. Like all she wants to do is just focus on herself and like the, you know, just the controversy behind this and exactly what you mentioned, like she, she was sexually abused and, you know, she was assaulted and she's, she's seen psychologists, she's seen therapists and she's trying to, you know, take take control of her life and and you know make herself you know mentally stronger and it's just unfortunate that you know she's getting beheaded right now in the Mm -hmm. community so it's definitely interesting yeah I always go back to uh, did you watch there David Letterman had a a show on Netflix for a little while and he interviewed um, Dave Chappelle did you see that episode I didn't see that episode but I know exactly what you're talking about because he brought on I saw uh, Kim Kardashian was on there like he brought on a few random people. Yeah, it was yeah. actually a lot better than I expected. But so, yeah, the, so yeah, I. the one with Dave Chappelle, they used a clip of one of his stand-up comedy routines, Sticks and Stones, and he's he's doing an impression. He's like, "Hey, guess who this is?" You know, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, you could do everything right in the world, but you screw up once, and I will ruin you. I don't care if it's twenty years, thirty <laughs> years. And he's like, "Who is that? That's you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just I had to save this clip because I thought isn't that interesting when when you know we we're so separated from our own humanity that we forget like Simone is she's she's a girl she's a she's a young woman we forget that these are real people that uh, see these reviews or see these comments online and they they could be destroyed by them I would be destroyed by them yeah I couldn't do it, you know, and and I understand this is a thing like when we look at like celebrities and we look at, you know, um, social media influencers and stuff and they sign up for this kind of stuff and to be public and same with Olympians. They do. They, they, they have to understand and have have that like a bit more of a backbone. Right. With that being said, in the world today, uh, I was just talking about this with someone actually last night and, you know, in the world today and this cancel culture and everything that they're like they, they, that we're going through. um, it's just changed so much. And I do, and I don't mean this in a negative way. So please, like our listeners, do not take this as a negative way. But our world, world is very sensitive right now. And it's, it's everything is, is like emotionally heightened. It's kind of like, like how we talked about like hypervigilant, you know, and I think with all of us going through the trauma of the pandemic, maybe that's why it's more, more hyper, like, you know, hypervigilant and everyone is just very very intense i'm finding it's just very fast for people to turn like does that make sense am i making it uh, i'm really tired today so bear with me <laughs> <laughs> but i just feel like that um you know is something that we're all kind of going through and so this this whole topic i mean even there's i don't know if you've listened to um the rapper like that da baby or whatever his name is da baby yeah da baby do i listen to da baby i listen okay, to da baby a lot da baby <laughs> he has some good songs um he's absolutely his whole entire career has just gone down the drain um he made a lot of uh homophobic um 
you know, statements recently. He has gotten dropped by his record label, concerts, everything. And it was basically, it was about HIV and AIDS um, that he made, he made a comment and it was, came down to lack of education, truthfully. And he even admitted that. And, you know, this guy has just been just through the ringer. Like everyone has just turned on him rather than support and, and like try and educate and, you know, make him realize. And I think that's what I'm having a hard time seeing, you know, even with, with Simone, thankfully there was a lot of celebrities that came to her side. Like, I mean, Justin Bieber put out a freaking novel for her and said like, great job, you know? And so I see it when it comes to women, like they're a lot more supportive, which is nice, but I'm looking at this and it's like, he made a mistake. And, you know, it's just like, I'm not sticking up for him standing, standing like with him. So please, please, people don't, don't judge me. I'm just saying like our world has changed a lot and there's a lot of things going on, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was, it is really nice because she, uh, you know, she's just got an impeccable record. And so I think it's, yeah. it's also easy to come to her rescue. Whereas mm-hmm. with someone else that makes comments like this, you're right. You know, people will just destroy them. You know, it kind of goes back to, uh, where, where even we, where we have a, I'd say fairly impeccable record. We do our damnedest. I'm pretty open even about my own mental health issues. Kelly's mm-hmm. open. You're open. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we say the wrong thing and there mm-hmm. have been situations where someone will just go out of their way to be like, you said the wrong thing. Therefore you were a bad person. Therefore everything that you stood for is a lie. And you know, it just goes from extreme to extreme and it's like, oh, I yes. want to destroy you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've been through some situations with with, uh, that. I think to myself, why is it that these aren't learning opportunities? And that's what I try to, I I know I sound preachy, but (laughs) I I try to talk to people all the time about sometimes people are going to say the wrong thing. Sometimes people are going to make a joke, say about transgender issues or, or uh, because there's, there's a lot of controversy about the Olympics about that right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people are going to say happy Canada day, not Mm -hmm. realizing, or perhaps not, not knowing that those words are just going to hit in just the wrong way, but it could be a learning opportunity that could change someone's life forever. But instead what we do is we get angry. We turn our backs to them and we say, you know, I'm writing you off forever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then that's, that's so destructive. We can't, continue to do this and expect to make any progress with all the issues that are going on in our world. Yeah, I think, I think that, and that's kind of what I was trying to say with my point. I just have a really awful way of getting there. Um, But you know, it's just, it's hard, you know, when, when this world has changed drastically, in my opinion, like, especially like in the last few years, and we're just so fast to like jump down people's like throats, Um, you know, rather than, you know, breaking it all down looking to see you know where is this like getting to like the root cause kind of thing finding out you know some some backstory doing some research you know and I mean I'm not a a social media influencer by any means but I run a lot of social media accounts and comments like stick with you you know what I mean and it I was over over analyzing everything I did after when we had some comments that were made and, you know, it's just, it does, it gets to you and it, it does, it really affects, it, it, it affected my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't even imagine having this much pressure. Like, I mean, I put pressure on my own self because I love my job and I'm very proud of what I do. 
but being, you know, in her shoes and having this amount of pressure on, on, on her and, and, you know, just from taking a break, I think is just, I couldn't, couldn't imagine how she feels. Mm-hmm. Especially when you then turn around and you see people that say really, really horrible stuff and, in, and when they're called out for it, they don't apologize. They actually double down. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they've got, you know, all the red states supporting them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. And like, there's just, uh, just this, this world is interesting. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. Demi Lovato, um, uh, they came out with uh, basically, they discussed how they were uh, officially changing their pronouns. I did very well there. So thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to applaud myself because that takes a while. I love Demi Lovato. I'm a huge fan of her. As everyone knows, she's gone through a lot of mental health struggles as well. Um, you know, addiction, overdose and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I really commend her. Sorry, I commend them for saying this they brought it to their social media and said i will not be offended if you know you use the wrong pronoun this is all learning experience for myself not only myself but for you as well and i really do i i I respect like them for doing that because it's it's difficult even for myself as as i'm talking you know i keep trying to say she and and it's it's a very different way you know of life and i and i want to support you know, people that are going, you know, going through this and, 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 and their lifestyle, but it's always in the back of my mind. Like, I never want to offend anyone. Um, you know, everyone at Kelly Mental Health, like we want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're being the best that we can be best versions of ourselves, right? So mm-hmm. it's just, it's really nice that they took it a different way. And uh, I think Demi did a wonderful job with that. And um, I just wish a lot more people would be as more understanding with, the changes that is happening in our world. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And, and of course it would be, but if we think about the human mind and when we are going through hardships, for example, we don't have the capacity when we're going through hardships to be very open-minded, you know, that that's biological. It is, it is the, you know, the mind just kind of shuts down to, okay, focus on the basics. It's half the reason why no one is interested in politics because everyone is working so hard just to make ends meet, you know, take care of the kids or take care of the home or, you know, deal with the health issue or this or that. We don't have time to, you know, to be so vigilant about every bill that's, that's getting slipped through and we should be, but this is the way that our society has been built to keep us so, so busy. We don't have time for this. Yeah. That's very true. You know, and even the thing about the, the, they, them, the thing that, that gets me about it is like, I was an English major in high Mm -hmm. school. So my English major, my, or my, my English teachers would have, you know, they would have killed me if I wrote like that. It's, it's so, very, it's, it's very difficult. Yeah, you guys. it really is. <laughs> it's very difficult. And again, we're not saying anything negative about it, but it is. It's a learning curve and a learning experience. And it is. even even talking like even speaking like that. I mean, I don't. I'm not the greatest speaker. We all know this. I think all these things, and then half of them come out. And let's all be serious here. But you know, I just it's very difficult. Like trying to, you know. But, yeah. um, but there is a big difference, though, between honest mistakes and, you know, the grammatical difficulties mm-hmm. versus true, you know, hatred and yes, actual and that and the thing the thing that we can't get caught up in is, you know, how sometimes people will be so upset about, oh, I, it's, it's all about being politically correct. Well, mm-hmm. you know, the people that are 
yelling for equality and for, you know, respect who I am, those people a lot of times have encountered so much hate and ostracized, uh, being ostracized and they're going to be more sensitive to this kind of stuff. So we, yeah. you know, it's like, it has to normalize. It needs, we need time mm-hmm. and people I, need to stop being hateful. Yes. I, I agree with you. I think that's a really bold statement to make Linda like that, like that we do need time. I think that, you know, we have, there's been a lot of things that have happened in the past that unfortunately we can't change. And I think that we're, you know, not just us at Kelly Mental Health, but I feel like a lot of organizations and people and, um, you know, we're all working to build and rebuild a better tomorrow. And I think that we knew we do need time. I think that's a very, very great comment and uh, bold statement to make because we want all these things to change and everyone's in such a hurry and because of their, you know, maybe their past and their trauma and what they've gone through. And, and I, and I completely understand that, but I mean, we just, yeah, we need to take some time and talk about it and to normalize it. And that's what we, that's what the Kelly mental health podcast is all about. (laughs) It is. And it's, it's our own learning journey as well, because Mm -hmm. I think even, even really a year ago, when we first started doing this, this podcast, the gender identity, the pronouns of, you know, the they, them, it wasn't as uh, prevalent, even a year ago, I don't think. No, things have changed. There's been a lot of stuff that's taken place in the last year and a half. Like, honestly, I've worked like this is it's coming up on yeah, a year and a half, like this month that I've worked for Kelly Mental Health. And I feel like I've, I've, I've learned a lot in the last (laughs) few months. Like it is, We've had a lot to deal with during the pandemic. There's been lots of, you know, negativity. There's been lots of hurt. There's been just awful situations, tragedies. And I feel like it's just, you know, it's, I, I feel, I, I, I mean, obviously we've talked a lot about it. We've talked, you know, we've had lots of podcasts and articles and posts about everything. And, um, but I'm, I'm feeling a lot better when it comes to like life in general. Now, I feel like we're, a lot of people are recognizing certain things and we're coming out the other side of it. Does that make sense? Like we're mm-hmm. growing. I think it's, 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 I've seen a lot of growth in a lot of people, uh, even for myself in the last year and a half, I've definitely um, mm-hmm. grown for it for the better. So it's nice to, it's nice. If, it's, it's, it's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be able to encounter new things in life and then to have some kind of a framework for how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not the same, what you were prepared to go through, maybe there's, you know, a change that trail that you thought your life was on has suddenly got a tree over top of it and you got to change direction. (laughs) But with those mental health skills, with self-compassion, with anxiety management techniques, all of those kinds of things, you know, you can forge a new path and you it's, you know, it's just like the difference between the first time my car was vandalized, I got my window broken and I was in a full on full scale panic because I had no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't that it happened. I'm sure it's happened. It's stressful, but it's like I have a broken window. I have a broken window. I don't know what to do. I don't know what. To, and it's that I'm so lost. Whereas yeah. now, okay, yeah, I know some steps I can take. Should that happen again, I'm not going to be as panicked. And the same thing with anything new that you're coming up against. It's like, okay, I've felt this before, mm-hmm. and I know that with time it's going to pass, or at least the intensity is going to pass if I just take care of myself first. And then we'll figure this out. You know, the framework is always, always helpful. Yeah. We actually just posted um, through Kelly Mental Health about uh, smart goal planning. And I mean, I, even throughout when I was in school and uh, for in college for um, social work, I uh, we talked about this. Right? And it was like the smart 
like like the smart plan you know like specific mm-hmm. measurable attainable relevant and like time efficient and um and i've been using this actually a lot for my life lately uh i've been journaling like like a lot more um and i'm feeling a lot better towards it and i think that this is something that we we always get so overwhelmed right like we we look at everything we want to fix things we want to change things with ourselves even like we get we talked about we always talk about diets and that kind of stuff as well right so i feel like we always just jump all over the place and that's so overwhelming and I feel like with when you're making a smart you know like when you're doing your smart goal planning you're very you're just kind of you're well you're being like specific and you're just focusing on like the specific things instead of looking at like the bigger picture so I feel like it's less overwhelming for certain people mm-hmm. um and that like honestly has been really really helpful for me just because you know I I, I mean even goals and even day-to-day things like day-to-day like, like to-do lists um, I have a lot of projects kind of on the go right now. So I've really been using this to kind of help me compartmentalize and prompt, like, you know, problem solve. And so it's been, yeah, it's been helpful. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That the smart goal list, it does help a lot of people with, you're right, just setting up realistic, attainable goals, mm-hmm. uh, smaller steps, something that is actually actionable as yes. opposed to Achievable these big lofty too, yeah. goals. Yeah. 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 Although yeah. we can't forget to have our big lofty goals either. Cause sometimes. No, of course <laughs> not. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, and see the bigger goals like that, it, it, it's like a drive for me. Right. And you and I've talked about that before. It's kind of like the fire under like our butts, you know, mm-hmm. it just kind of keeps us going. It gives us our fuel and, and it's, it's like, you look forward to that kind of stuff. Um, so it's not, not a negative thing whatsoever. I just like, I meant for like the day, like day to day stuff. So we don't get so overwhelmed and I'm not a therapist by any means. I'm just saying what works for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it, I, I've struggled just to be, you know, very transparent. I've always struggled with setting goals that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just the way that my my brain works. Because of course, we know that I'm not neurotypical in having ADHD. And uh, I don't particularly like taking the medications, because then, you know, what happens is I can focus, but I will go down the rabbit hole on the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I'll, that I'll makes sense. For, it's always the damn spreadsheets. <laughs> Cassandra's like, what are you making a spreadsheet for? I'm like, I don't know, but it's beautiful. Oh, God, I can't <laughs> stay away from that stuff. <laughs> right. So anyway, you know, I don't really particularly like to take that because then I, I feel like I lose out on my creativity, my imagination. Um, but then if I really need to do something, then it can help. And so there's a there's a place for it. Um, but when it comes to these smart goals, like I think it, the way that my brain works, it's, it can be overwhelming just to get to the end of how to make this goal, like how to outline what, what's this goal actually going to be. So it all depends on how fast my brain is churning, how much is going on in there at any given moment. Uh, and sometimes it doesn't, so that doesn't work for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that actually, makes sense. Awesome. I mean, every, every <laughs> everyone's mm-hmm. like different, right? So I mean, for myself, yeah, I just, I have to have, I have like OCD. I have to have my lists and my plans and I have, everything has to go according to plan. <laughs> Do you have like a, a basket where you just throw the scraps of paper with, here's another one of Linda's ideas? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's more of a folder on a computer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't like to waste paper. <laughs> exactly. That's right. We're very green. I'm, I'm more of a digi- <laughs> digital person. Um, I'm just kidding. But, um, Excellent. but yeah, <laughs> we have a nice time. Yeah. And, you know, it's very uh, comforting to me that even if this idea never gets implemented that I put it somewhere and mm-hmm. that someone like you that is 
is a real, you know, you're a list person, you're a process person, you're a step person. I may slam 50 tasks on me today and I guarantee I'll get them done. But if I only have two tasks, I'm not going to, I'm going to sit here and watch Buffy reruns. <laughs> Buffy reruns. I get that. I can understand that. Yeah. See, I, I like so you'll throw some things at me and like, I like that though, but, but then I prioritize them and then mm-hmm. I look at, you know, I'm very, yeah, I, uh, oh gosh. Yeah. We, we, we work differently, but we pair well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't work without an implementer. That's the thing, but, <laughs> but that's the thing about, uh, you know, that's my mental health kind of issue mm-hmm. is being, having such a hard time thinking, uh, in a linear fashion. I don't think in a linear fashion. And so it is really nice for me to own that rather than always fighting and feeling badly about myself and, you know, and, and pairing up with someone like you that can handle it and, and do your thing that complements this process. Yeah. It's a nice, nice pairing. (laughs) (laughs) It's really nice to be back on the podcast. I feel like it's been so like, you've talked to so many incredible, amazing people, you know, and like, and, and I just, I've been obsessed with all the episodes lately and there's just been so like, so educational and it's just been, you know, so nice to hear. So I just, yeah, I just feel like we're, we're really catching up. I haven't really talked to you. (laughs) This is really nice. We started off season five on a, on a positive note. I'm feeling a lot better. (laughs) Me too. What did you do to me? I feel better. I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling, it's a good day. Things are, life is good. Life is really good right now for me. I'm very happy with everything and yeah, things are good. Works great. You know, things are, things are looking up. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't know exactly what to expect with this season. However, we're going to continue on the same path that we've been on, where we're looking at all sorts of, you know, uh, world issues and personal issues, interpersonal dynamics, things like that. And we're going back to those basics of how do we apply uh, cognitive behavioral therapy or things like just just basic mindfulness or psychology. How do we apply this to be able to overcome yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that I'm really excited for, for season five, exactly like you just said. Um, I think we're just going to, you know, focus on becoming the best versions of ourselves. And uh, I'm super excited for it. So uh, final thoughts on this episode today, Linda, our first episode of season five. First episode of season five. My final thought is this. We we have the right to say what we want to say and express our opinion. But when we express negativity and we toss out the baby with the bathwater because someone makes a mistake, we are losing out on such wonderful opportunities for education and advancement and development. If everybody around us can look at this the situation with Simone Biles and go, you know what? She did what she needed to do. There are more important things. She's going to get them next time. Then every person that surrounds us that actually does have a mental health issue is going to hear that and they're going to go and get help and get better. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love your wrap ups. Yes, absolutely. Um, as always, everyone, um, I just want to thank you guys for listening and I really appreciate uh, being able to be on the podcast again. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Linda, so much for having me. Um, obviously, Kelly Mental Health is located in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Our online booking is closed right now. We are extremely, extremely busy, unfortunately. Um, as you know, you know, mental health services are a very important need. But with that being said, you can still contact our office at one 807 
uh, 767-3888. And you can talk to our amazing admin team and we can try and schedule you for uh, an appointment at the earliest convenience. Um, you can find us on social media. And uh, I think the best bet is going on to our website at www.kellymentalhealth.com. We have tons of resources, free resources um, that can definitely help and, and better all of us um, in, in our lives. So again, thank you so much. And we will see you guys again soon. Bye. Bye.